courage takes vulnerability. So it seems like we've got a bit of a chicken or egg question here, don't we? So let's go with the definition that courage means doing something even though it scares the crap out of you, right? We're scared because there's risk. You could fail. You could be judged. You might end up worse off than you were before. At the very least, we simply don't know what's going to happen. So we're leaping into the unknown, and that requires, bingo, vulnerability. We have to open ourselves up to all the negative possibilities in order to benefit from all the more likely positive possibilities. I experienced this when I left my corporate job to become a professional speaker. I had a job that I had worked towards for a long time. Big fat income, office in Manhattan, corporate credit card, and an executive seat with the third largest gym chain in the United States. It's what we all work for. Friends were envious, asked how I got there. People were impressed with my business card. And the rest of the team at the company listened because I had a title. And I was miserable. Morning after morning, I dreaded getting out of bed. I would hit the snooze button over and over, dreading going to work. I was blowing off my responsibilities because I was feeling miserable facing them. Now, fortunately, I had a fantastic team of director directors who were working their butts off to keep the boat afloat. Frankly, they made me look good. So one morning, as I stared at the Hudson River out the huge window of my awesome West Village apartment, I thought, something's got to change. Then poured out all of the negative self-talk. But you've worked so hard to get this job. You're a big deal now. You make six figures. You've got security. You're in a great position. Other people would kill for this job. Your family is so proud. This company is solid. You've got a great team. This job looks great on your resume. This is great for your future. You have a fabulous boss. You should love this. You should be proud. You should be grateful. You should, 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 should. I turned off the alarm, put my pillow over my head. Is this it? Is this how made it feels? Is this all I have to look forward to in my life? I'm asking myself. Maybe I've lived out the joy. Maybe this is the price of success, this dread. Maybe this is your life from now on. And then the self-talk took an ugly turn. Do you really want this life? Is it worth living anymore? To say that I was suicidal is a little dramatic, but I was questioning whether it was worth continuing to live. Figured I'd been super lucky. I'd had a fabulous life full of adventure and success and love and safety and awesomeness. I've had more than my share. Maybe I should just be grateful for what I've had and end it right here. This was my morning routine for about two months. Then I saw an ad on Facebook for the John Maxwell team. It was a training program with leading leadership guru John Maxwell. I could become a John Maxwell team certified speaker, leadership trainer, and life coach and learn the business building tactics to make it a company and make it come to life. So I was intrigued. The internal dialogue just shifted a little. Hmm. I've always been a performer and have done a lot of presenting in all the positions that I've had. Add leadership and coaching is bread and butter while I make money to build a speaking career. Hmm. I didn't talk to anybody about this idea. I just called the John Maxwell team to ask the cost. And it was a big number. 
The next day, the CFO of the company walked into my office, shut the door, and for my hard work and success, handed me a bonus check in exactly the amount of the John Maxwell program. Sometimes the universe lays out a red carpet for you, lines up the flashing lights, and shine a spotlight on the path. And there I'm standing at the edge of the red carpet, seeing more and more of this path light up, trying to decide whether to take that first step. And the self-talk continued. If you do this, if you pursue a career as a professional speaker, you're leaving security behind. You'll have to pay for your own insurance, your own retirement. There's no security. If you don't work, you don't get paid. No sick leave, no vacation time. Remember 2002 when you started your corporate career? You did it for all of those things. Why the hell would you leave that? And the only answer I had was, I hate this life. My brain said, it doesn't make sense. What will your family say? I said, I hate this life and they would want me to be happy. And then I said, what the hell do you know about running a business or being a speaker? Who the hell are you to think that you can do this? To which I said, I hate my life. People have figured it out before. I can probably figure it out. And then my brain said, nah. I said, okay, you're just being immature. I picked up the phone, I called the John Maxwell team and gave them my credit card. The original plan has changed about a bazillion times. It evolved as I learned, but suddenly I had a direction that I liked. I had a purpose and started getting out of bed in the morning. The job was now a means to an end, not the end itself. Okay. Initially, I had planned to leave the corporate gig. I hadn't planned to leave for a long time, but developed the business slowly and gradually. But as the spotlight down the path became brighter and the way became clearer, that timeline shortened. And within six months, I had moved from New York City to Traverse City. I Michigan. <laughs> I kissed all the knowns goodbye and I left. I put my furniture and my ego in storage and moved in with my parents. <laughs> Honestly, I had a lovely safety net if I needed it. If things didn't go well, I wouldn't be completely lost, but I sure didn't want to have to use it. I worked in a restaurant to make ends meet while I built the business. I dressed male mannequins at the men's warehouse. I did free speaking engagements and leadership training to get my name out there and get experience. And every once in a while, I'd look at myself in the mirror and say, honey, you used to make six figures. You used to be important. Now you're asking, would you like soup or salad? What the hell? But I quickly countered it with, you hated your life, Anne. You were finding a new, better one. You're not there yet, but keep going. And I joke that over the past three and a half years of this journey, I have vacillated on a daily, almost hourly basis between terror and elation. This is some scary stuff. No security, no safety net, constant unknowns, and constant risk and vulnerability. I've run out of money and credit several times and sat down with the computer to look for a real job. And both times said, no, I got to figure this out. And so far I have. I'm far from social security. I'm far from safety. I keep rebounding and learning and growing and trying and pushing and learning and asking and growing and learning some more. I have failed a bunch. <laughs> I am messing things up left and right. I'm doing them in the wrong order, realizing too late that something isn't working or something was a bad investment, but I'm still standing. I don't live with my parents anymore. Hallelujah. They were great but I'm not eating ramen noodles for dinner anymore that much. I'm currently booked 
through the next seven months, I'm not yet where I want to be, but I'm learning how to get there. And I just keep doing. I keep being vulnerable and open to the lessons and reframing my judgment of that failure, my definition of success and how I want to live my life. Like a scientist, each failure teaches me one more way that just doesn't work and makes me think about what could. I'm not secure. I'm not stable. I'm scared all the time and I'm happy. I'm charging towards safety and security. I'm charging hard towards my new definition of success. The red carpet has shifted no fewer than 10,000 times and I keep going. I keep taking action and it keeps working somehow. Michael Jordan next to Wilt Chamberlain holds the most records in the NBA and I tried to research all his records but there were so many and I don't know anything about basketball. So let's just say this, he was really, really good and better than most everybody ever on the planet at basketball. So he was really good, okay? With all that success, he is quoted as saying, I've missed over 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the winning shot and missed. I've failed over and over and over in my life, and that is why I succeed. You gotta pay to play. Success ain't easy, heck, Figuring out what the hell success means to you in the first place isn't easy. Then, going after it and making it happen is hard. Step two, but it is so worth it. Knowing you're moving towards a better life. It's scary. It requires 14 cubic tons of vulnerability. But man, it sure feels good when you look back and say, I climbed that mountain. I'm still climbing. But that is all the courage I need to survive another day. So climb on, my friends, be vulnerable, ask for help, take the risk. After thinking about it, of course, when I presented the idea of leaving corporate to my parents, I made a PowerPoint. <laughs> Leap. You won't be ready. And you certainly won't be fearless. Calculate. Be ready to bust your butt and go. You will be amazed at what you can do.